The Relationships First podcast is brought to you by First. Real estate agents, First knows that your most valuable asset is your relationships and most precious resource is your time. But there is never enough time to nurture your people the way you want to. Until now, the First Intelligence platform recommends the people who are most likely to need your services so you can better focus your time and connect when it matters most. Learn more and request a free demo at first.io. This is Bill Risser. And Molly McKinley. And we're talking relationships. All kinds of relationships from starting new ones to nurturing existing ones over time. And each week we'll highlight something that inspires or triggers us to help get to the root of why relationships are key to our happiness and success. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Relationship Matters. And today, we're going to talk about personal relationships and professional relationships in the world of real estate. There's something um, that that comes up a lot. I know Molly gets these questions in her role. I hear about it a lot. Uh, Do you want to work with somebody who's a close friend, uh, a very personal relationship, or do you want to work with a professional and have that business relationship? Molly, what do you think? (sighs) I I don't. I hate to be neutral on this, but I think it depends. I really do. And this is one of those things that I could argue both sides of the coin. Um, But because I just recently went through a transaction with a friendly professional, that to me was the perfect balance because there was very clear delineation of, of expectation. And it was a delightful experience. And having worked with friends in the past, it can be tricky. And I think sometimes real estate agents forget that. And so they strive to be too friendly with people, but then you're in someone's business and your finances and mortgage and all these, these kinds of conversations, which I don't know if I want my friends necessarily that intimately connected with, with our finances, really. I mean, I think it comes down to finances more than anything, but I don't know. What do you think? Once again, I would be that, uh, I hate it listening to any kind of interview where they say, is it this or that? And they go, well, it's a combination of both. That, that's such yeah, a cop-out answer, right? It is. I hear but, you. But, but I'm, I would be right there saying, it's a combination of both. I want somebody that I'm friends with, I have a relationship with, who can handle the transaction and knows what they're doing. Uh, so if I had that perfect mix, that'd be great. And it sounds like that's what you had on your, the purchase of the OMSTED. Yes. Okay. Yes, you did. Yes. The Olmstead. So, Olmstead. And so I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like you want to own with me, Bill. I kind of, I, I, I am day, like sensing. <laughs> one day it will happen, and and uh, it will be recorded. It will be all over the internet. It'll be and awesome. We'll do like a whole meditation series together. Oh my gosh! If you could see my face right now, I can't wait. So, uh, <laughs> but but so getting back to it though, I, I guess for me, if if you told me that both the professional and the friend had the exact same skill set because that's a big part of it. Having a friend who's been a realtor for six months, this is just a recipe for disaster, right? Your yeah. closest friend just got their license. You don't want to use them. I think we all agree with that. Yeah. Even though I've seen it happen over and over and over and it never really ends well. Um, but if they both had the same exact skill set, I'm going to I'm going to go with the people, the person I have a relationship on the personal level with. I am going to do that. And I think, uh, as you mentioned, Molly, I would, I would, there are things you can do to kind of keep a separation of, of certain pieces of information away from the realtor. It's not, it can be done. 
uh, just, but then you get into that same question. Like I have lots of friends who are loan officers and do you go with that loan officer that you're a close friend with, or do you go with a loan officer that you, you don't really know, but you've got great reviews on, or you've had a great referral to in that case, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll probably go with the realtor. That's a friend and the lender who's a professional that I don't really know. Right. That, uh, that comes highly recommended because that, that allows me to keep that stuff separate. That makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you. And I've seen that over and over and over as I, I ran a branch for Chicago title back in Phoenix, we had that happen routinely where uh, people that knew lenders didn't use them for the, for the deal. And the reason was, look, we got a friendship. I want to keep it. Uh, I want to keep this business stuff outside of that. It's, it's the, the, the way I'd like to work. Well, I mean, I, I hear all the time sort of, and we actually, at first they have a, an ad running that says, you know, the, the feeling you get when, you know, your, your neighbor lists a home and this ad evokes all kinds of crazy engagement because people are sort of sharing their tales of woe where their friend, their neighbor, their someone doesn't think of using them. And, you know, they're like, well, we're friends. I'm, this person is no longer my friend. I feel very mixed about this topic, actually, because I fundamentally believe that the separation of your business and your personal life is a myth because mm-hmm. you do business with a person, right? And so I think back in the day, there were, you know, people had work personas and personal persona. And the truth of the matter is because of basically the, the breadcrumb trail on on digital, just you don't have that you just can't do that anymore. It doesn't exist. That's a myth. And so doing business with a person is is real. And I think in the past, business relationships have given each other, um, given permission to be bad to each other, right? In the sake of closing a deal or, you know, all these tiny lies for for the sake of the business. That just, that's done, because it all comes back. And, and I feel like that is something that, that, that line of business and personal is, is gone. However, you know, when it comes to a very, very intimate, tricky transaction about someone's home, which I would argue may be the most emotional purchase ever of anything, right? This is yep. the place, your home, your nest, your, where you raise your kids and your chickens. You know, my chickens and goats and <laughs> yes. very emotional. Go ahead. Again, back to the Olmstead. It's yeah. like this is my dream. Right. You know, this right. isn't a house for me. This is my dream manifest. You know, and so that is emotional. It's not it's not just a home. And I, I think a lot of people feel like that about their actual like where they live. I don't know. I'm going on a, a on a tangent, but if all things were exactly the same, local knowledge, expertise, skills, negotiation skills, trust, competency, confidence, you know, all of those things that, that a realtor needs to be, I would likely go with the friend. But if any of those other factors, I would tip to the professional. Everyone who is working the lead generation game, right, in the world of real estate, they're, yeah. they're, they're trying to um, get people to use them based on the things you detailed out, the competencies, right? The things that they're yep. good at, uh, the knowledge that they have. Do you need to become buddy-buddy, right? Does, does, is that what that person wants? And I think that once again, as a realtor or a lender, you'd have to really 
you really have to look at that and figure out and be able to read people quickly. Because you might have somebody who's, who wants that touchy-feely experience and that buddy-buddy, you know, we're going to get coffee and we're going to talk. And you might, and you better be able to handle that as a real yeah. Or you're going to get that other person who's strictly business, right? I, I instantly go to the engineer. Sorry, engineers out there. There's probably some at first. Really sorry to the engineers at first. But you know what you, who you are. You know what you do. You want the numbers. You want just to know everything's going to happen this, in this particular order at this particular time. You really don't care about the friendship. And if you don't read that as a realtor, you're setting yourself up for a little bit of, I won't call it disaster, but for definitely for disappointment down the road, right? You've got to really figure that part out. That is. I mean, it, it's so incredible because you're making instant micro decisions based on someone's body language and, you know, tiny, a little, Tone. you know, yeah. that's it. Right. Yeah. But I am a believer in being in conversation with those people, right? right. And being in flow with those people. And I think that's the, the very fine line of being in friend or being a friend with someone or being in flow with someone. And there is a difference. And for me, the difference is that you're still a part of someone's life and that you're still able to be present, but not necessarily the person that you're hanging out with or your first person to call when you have extra um, moments to spare. You know, and that to me is the opportunity actually for the real estate world isn't the bullseye because you have those people locked down, right? Those are the people that are your inner circle that you're doing life with. Right. It's people in the outer rings of the bullseye that actually, that's where the business actually happens because you're connected and you have shared interest, but you're not necessarily friends. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you maximize those conversations? Oh my gosh. You know that I've, I've told you many times this year, that's my word for 2018 was conversations. Uh, and every, every realtor I talk to, I say the same thing to them. Your goal is to talk to people, no matter whether it's uh, someone you've never met and it's a Zillow lead or it's somebody in your sphere that you haven't talked to in six months. Your goal is to talk to people and have conversations and it will um, invariably, naturally lead to where you need it to go, right? So. I, I believe that as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, I think this is the, you know, again, I could ask this question all the time. Well, how do you find that line? And and I think some people are really natural at it and because they have a lot of emotional intelligence and they're able to read a situation clearly and read body language and, you know, like tone, as you just mentioned. And then I think other people struggle with that. But I do think that's the differentiating factor in terms of being able to decide quickly uh, where the lines are. Um, is this going to be someone who, who needs you to link arms with and, and help them feel like this is fun and you're having a good time and we're going to look at homes? And, or is this somebody who you're going to really have to be that advisor and be underneath the house looking at the foundation? Or, or can you do both? Or... I just don't know. I mean, I think that's the brilliance of real estate is that you have to be making those decisions based on the individual and serving them where they're at. I think you hit the nail on the head, Molly. You've got to understand where you are in that spectrum, right? How well you can understand people. Uh, some people, as you mentioned, are excellent. Some not so good. So uh, understand where you're at and, and maybe err on the side of caution as you're moving forward with the relationship building uh, in your next transaction. All right, Bill. Episode seven, we're going to be tackling... A topic that I'm sure you're going to be very excited about. Great. We're talking about relationships with ourselves. 
Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You're serious? So, yeah, totally okay. serious. All right. So uh, contact uh, Shri Google if you choose, but it's important to understand our relationships with ourselves so that we can better understand our relationships with others. Awesome. Um, real quick request. Anyone got any ideas for me out there? Uh, at Bill Risser on Twitter. Uh, Bill Risser. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot them my way. I, I, I take all the help I can get. But Molly, I can't wait. It's going to be great.